Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Uh, once again, I'm filling in as uh, in charge or filling in for the role of captain this week as uh, as Bill and Linda are currently still in Las Vegas enjoying their Star Trek convention. Uh, joining me this week are my other co-hosts. If you want to introduce yourselves. I'm Charles. I'm Jenna. I'm Chris. All right. And this week we're gonna be talking about a couple uh, a couple new shows. Uh, we're gonna start off talking uh, about the first two episodes of She-Hulk and our initial impressions, and then we're gonna move on to Sandman. Uh, so, She-Hulk, uh, everyone's seen it here. So, what are your thoughts of the first couple episodes? Um, first episode, I have issues. I got nothing but gripes today. I'm sorry. I'm gonna try and be a little bit positive, but <laughs> I've got nothing but gripes. I thought the, uh, I thought She Hulk was was good, and I think it's going to be good. However, um, I've got some issues with their story writing a little bit, particularly in kind of her origin and in how she became She Hulk. I thought was a bit weak, and um, mm. honestly, it kind it kind of pissed me off. Um, <laughs> Uh, because we're expected to believe, you know, uh, over a a few droplets of blood, that that somehow enough of uh, the Hulk's um, condition or whatever from 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 him gets transferred over, and then she she magically like instantly gets transformed into a She Hulk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I there there's so many other ways that could have been tackled. I think in in a similar fashion it would have just been easier like like she ends up having a really serious wound and needs a blood transfusion or something like and that that was the original and, mm-hmm. yeah and so like that, that? Oh. yeah so they they skipped that and i don't know why it was lazy and and i have a problem with lazy writing i really <laughs> do for you. <laughs> and so yeah that pissed me off now end of my rant there well i i want to i want to say she hall when when when, when I was a kid, I had a friend that was in the comics first, you know, and oh, I, he must have had an extra She-Hulk or something, but, it, but <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't in the comic, but he, he showed me the She-Hulk comic, and I took it home and read it, and I thought at the time, I don't think I understood, uh, there might have been some comic humor, and there's probably some feminist parts, I, I don't remember, that I probably wouldn't have understood at, at that age. I remember going back to him and going, well, this is proof the comics are stupid. Oh. <laughs> it just, there was no plot. And not only that, she was the Hulk the whole time. I think it was a special edition. So they, they, they didn't introduce her. It was just, she's She-Hulk. 
and she's beating up bad guys, and that's all there was to it. And um, I gotta say, what what more do you need, Charles? Uh, <laughs> well, at the time, it, it, it didn't fit um, what I thought was worth my time. I was probably too serious a kid. <laughs> but uh it, it was because i remember it was uh it was probably like a year or so later that i i i don't think it was him somebody showed me wolverine and i went okay well this had this had some drama to it that i i thought it as a kid was worth uh exploring but she hulk as the first comic was not a good one uh, probably if it happened in another order i'd have appreciated it because it's hard to, you know, have humor about comics if you haven't spent a lot of time in comics. True. Did you jump <laughs> in the middle too of a of a plot, depending on what uh, issue you get to. I could see that be really challenging. Uh, yeah, I think it was no special, idea what's. I think going it was on. a special edition. Is is probably one of the, it was. Uh, it wasn't. It, it wasn't a, a. What do you call? It? it was a little, a little bigger, and a, a, it was more like a, a graphic novel style. You know, it was better, better binding. And so, yeah, it was a bizarre issue. So, but anyway, I was glad I watched the show though. Yeah, because I went. Okay, there was because in my mind it was just a boring. Uh, comic there was some you know with uh, somebody enjoying drawing big breasts yeah. other than that um you're saying that like it's a bad thing man <laughs> well i know i know but i just uh, well that wasn't if that's your only draw <laughs> there's other magazines um <laughs> but i i watched the she Hulk series and i go well okay there was there were the two the two episodes the other day, and I go, well, okay. That was probably humor that I didn't understand, and probably from a point of view that I didn't understand at that age. Um, so I'm I'm glad I watched the the two episodes. I'm not sure I'm going to watch it all the way to the end. But. So uh, in the in the first episode, uh, as Chris mentions, we meet Jen Walters, and uh, she's. Uh, Bruce Banner's cousin, they're driving together in a car. They get in a car wreck, and he has some sort of device on Can we explain on the nonsense of the car wreck, too? A ship, a spaceship randomly just stops in front of them in the road, causing <laughs> them to spin out and crash. Yeah, so, you know, Aaron was pissed nice. about that, because he was like, who swerves away from that <laughs> off a cliff? Yeah. Uh, so that's, well, I mean, Jen was driving at the time, so she's probably not expecting spaceships and would have a much stronger reaction to it than Bruce. Uh, but yeah, they are a Sakaran uh, spaceship appears in front of them. And uh, Sakar is the world where uh, Bruce was, or the Hulk was the champion in uh, Thor uh -huh. 3. So that's setting up something else. So yeah, because he nonchalantly mentions like, oh, I better get back to that and figure out what they wanted because they, you know, he's like, yeah, it's a messenger ship from Sakaar or whatever. And, and then they kind of shrugged that off. So I don't I don't know. But uh, well, Jenna, what, what were your what were your uh, thoughts? Like, OK, I, so... I can. tell. Yeah, let Jen, Jenna go and then I'll tell you what that's all about. All right. So. I. Let's see where to start. 
because I want to bring up some examples of where I think there was a missed opportunity. First I'll say, I like the humor. It's smart writing. It's smart dialogue. Um, but I don't think as progressive as this show should have been that they went as far as they could have uh, mm -hmm. to make her look the part, the animation for She-Hulk. At minimum, like I'm sending over the image in the chat, she should have looked like, at like Steffi Cohen. Steffi Cohen is a, an amazing uh, weightlifter, female, but still feminine. Like they could have rocked that. Like, I think she should have looked more like Steffi Cohen. You um, wanted bigger and more muscles. Yeah, or, yeah. or, um, I should say not minimum Steffi Cohen. She should have looked like Steffi Cohen or at minimum Holly Baxter Norton during peak week. Um, Sorry. So who, <laughs> who, uh, Holly Baxter Norton, like, and that like a, she's a, she's known for weightlifting, but she's also a bikini model. Uh, sending this image over to you to Seth on that side. Like, one of these two women, there shouldn't have been a problem. And that was some of the controversy. Uh, the animators actually just came forward and flat out said, we wanted to make her look more jacked. But it was either the producers, somebody, some suit was like, no, we need to soften it down. She's too, <laughs> she's too, too much masculinity in the decision making there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Seth, can I, you pull up that second one? So people have a <laughs> context of... Yeah. Like, we shouldn't uh, uh, have been what afraid. What wants to see? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see it, too. Let's be real here. All right. Give me just a second here. I'm Especially to... uh, Holly Baxter Norton, the second one. Yeah. Please and thank you. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> And this is natural. She's a natural fitness uh, model. She doesn't use anything. She's drug tested. So this is like legit hard work. Uh, mm -hmm. Bill's going to be sad he missed the episode where I'm showing uh, bikini models on the episode. <laughs> Aussie. Aussie bikini models. So, uh, yeah. No, we could have gone there. Um, and I think it would have been a really positive image of, yeah. you know, a muscular woman. Because I agree with that. Uh, we talk health, the whole Hayes movement, healthy at every size, and the plus size has been getting a lot of this is okay. But I think uh, there's still some you're not feminine if you're muscular and you choose to take care of yourself in that way. Mm -hmm. So there was a missed opportunity there that even the animators were frustrated with. And I was right there with them. I can understand that. Um, and I thought that the first episode, especially, but going to the second episode too, it brought up this interesting dynamic. She said she wanted to save the world and you see Jen's hypocrisy because if the firm, if the agency that was representing a dirt bag came and offered her a job, she should have known they're probably going to have her take on dirt bag cases. How is that helping the world? But then you see the argument you know, I don't mean to go political, um, but when you look at our vice, our vice president, who was a DA in California, 
and she was with i mean this is shown that she would do whatever it took to, to win her yeah. law cases yeah. withholding evidence for people who could have been released and people criticized her like do you want a woman representing that well she was doing everything she had to do that any man would do and a man would not have been criticized for doing the same thing right yeah well, well, not so any see, man any man that would win yes <laughs> That's so, right. we're not all like that so <laughs> that like so sh- if and and that's why that has to be overlooked with Vice President Harris. Yeah. So in the same way, Jen's character in the She-Hulk is doing the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. no one was hiring her. She had an opportunity, and she took it. And she was going to try and make it work, and she justified it. So. She also it's, cleared it with Bruce first. I mean, that no, seemed to be her one of her bigger concerns is that. But this is one. This is one step. This is a slippery slope with this mm-hmm. law firm. She knows it is. Yeah. So, well, it's going to be. <laughs> I think they've set it up to be a much more gray area for what Jen is doing, and I think that's going to make it really interesting. It just makes her character not for me personally not as instantly likable. See, I kind I thought uh I d- I didn't really have a pro I, I don't know the She-Hulk character as well as some other people, so I'm I was kind of pretty okay with her character and I thought it was kind of like in the second episode, what we saw of Neil Blonsky's abomination or the the character, like that there is some actually a good point there. No, absolutely. No, it was a great point. Um, he was hired to do a job, he was highly decorated, and it was very interesting. What happens when you give basically the most Uber steroids ever to someone who's gonna try and succeed at all cost? Yeah, and I mean, and, he had a good point. He was a decorated soldier, and like that, like the the rampage that he went on was definitely would have been extremely out of character for him. Would he have done that if they hadn't shot him full of? Well, I, I would even shot I, him full I've, of. The, I, I've I've got friends that are military that have. I know at least their first year back or whatever, it, without steroids necessarily, but just from their training. And being in a, a war area, there's stuff like they can't drive a car for a while because yeah. they're used to running blockades or running into people if there's a loud noise, you know, and things like that. Mm-hmm. That's not an unusual problem. No, it's a conditioning thing. Yeah. And, and here's my thing: like, just because the character is not as likable to me, it doesn't mean it's not a good character. No, it might be better. And and, yeah. and she's a good character who brought up some amazing points like her argument why she can handle her anger better than Bruce (laughs) is, is absolutely valid. Mm -hmm. A lot of people said it makes no sense that she would be able to take on the Hulk after Bruce took years of whatever. Um, I think it, it definitely highlights in a very pointed way that a man does not have to control his emotions culturally in society as much as a woman does. 
Yeah, there's apparently also more that's going to be coming out during the uh, during the series. Uh, more on Bruce in that the Hulk is at it. Like the Hulk personality wasn't a result of his accident. It was a result of his uh, childhood abuse. Interesting. And, <laughs> it was always there. Yeah, it was always there, but the mm -hmm. accident brought it out to the forefront and gave it a form. And Jen doesn't have that, which is another reason why uh, she can just zip between forms without. That would uh, that would make a lot of sense, and, yes. and I do think that's pretty pretty smart in in the writing for that. So, um, I I I want to go into the plot a little bit. I have only watched the first episode, but I even had issues with. Um, you know, near the uh, near the end there, where the um, the other uh, uh, I hate to call him a supervillain. I forget what the person's name is, but the person that busts in the courtroom like Titania? the Kool Aid Man. Yeah, or... Titania busts into the courtroom like the Kool Aid Man, right? <laughs> and and they start, you know, they start having a brawl or whatever. But it was just, I don't know. I I, I was trying to. I guess I expected more from like some kind of underlying plot, and I get where that first episode was. A buildup of the character and and where where she comes from and, and how she became She-Hulk, um, and and hopefully you know it's clear in a second episode they start addressing more. But I guess I'm just looking for you know does this series have an underlying plot? Like what's the longer plot here? What's the tie-in if anything with other Marvel movies? If if there is even one, you know so, what what are we doing with this? Uh. And I can't remember because we watched the first two episodes back to back. Mm -hmm. um, if it was they even mentioned, the, it might have been the second episode afterwards. She was fleeing a traffic violation hearing. So I think by mm -hmm. even though it's a subtle, uh, it's a subtle justification why she suddenly popped into the court. It does set up why the law firm is looking to build this uh, hero superhuman division. Um because you're seeing more of these exceptional humanoids, maybe they're not all human, um, that are creating disruptions in day-to-day -day life. Um, they, she's, a, she's, what is she, a social media superhuman, star slash superhuman is the way they described her. Uh -huh. Fleeing a traffic violation hearing. <laughs> so you're going to see more of these pop up and they're trying to get ahead of the curve by mm -hmm. having Jen come on. Yeah. Yeah, so this is, as far as where it's going overarching plot-wise, it's modeled a lot on Dan Slott's uh, She-Hulk run, which Jenna actually gave me, and I've read most of, uh, not all of yet, but <laughs> it's very good. So if they follow that really exactly, it could go a lot of weird and fun places. Uh, so this may not, it may not be a huge, uh, like a huge block or a huge like block in phase mm -hmm. four going forward, but I think it's just going to be a fun show. And I agree. And I, and I'm having fun with it. I, I am. I, I don't know if I, if I really like it yet or, or whether my expectations of what this is, is should be matched to what Marvel's released previously, you know, and maybe that's just changing my expectations. So I full on planning on watching it to the end. So I look forward to, 
you know, when we regroup again, when the series is done to kind of talk about it more, because I'm, I'm really looking forward to what they do. Um, there was just, you know, little things I'm nitpicking at uh, when it started out that, that I hope doesn't kind of carry on to the rest of the series. So we'll, we'll see. All right. Well, the as promised, uh, that ship that shows up in the first episode is a Sakaran ship. And we saw, we see Bruce on a ship uh, heading back to Sakar at the end of the second episode, saying oh. he's got unfinished business. Okay. So what this is looking like it's setting up is the World War Hulk story. Uh, okay. So in that, we we saw kind of the first part of that in uh, Thor Ragnarok, where. Uh, Banner got sent to Sakaar and he becomes this champion in the or, or fighting in the Colosseum. Mm -hmm. And so the second half of that, though, is that he had stayed on Sakaar and basically took it over in the comics and had a wife, had a kid on the way, was the happiest that he did, he had ever been in his life because he had he and the Hulk had kind of merged and uh, worked something out. And uh, then uh, seemingly, like the seemingly because of the heroes back on Earth, uh, a bomb detonates. Uh, and he assumes that this was the Illuminati who had sent him there in the first place. So Reed Richards, Iron Man, uh, Professor Xavier, they had all sent uh -huh. him to the car in the first place. And then he cut, so his wife and his kid and a whole bunch of his people get killed seemingly by them. And he comes back to earth to punch everyone to death. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was one of the bigger comic events because uh, like it, it huge event. He basically comes back to an to earth with his other, uh, gladiator friends who he's put in charge and they wipe the heroes out and basically capture them all and are making them fight in the col in a coliseum for him. And it comes down to him fighting uh, Marvel Universe's equivalent to Superman. So, and I think this is where... Another theme that they set up that could be they, they've maybe built that foundation for is because Bruce is trying to coach Jen that like she's got to be a superhero now. And she's like, no, I don't. I can use this however I want in a way that's not a superhero, because why would you want me to be like you with lost everything? No friends alone. And it's really cruel. I mean, she's not. He has friends, obviously, but it's not the ideal life, I think, for anyone who cares about people. And I mean, because what was interesting is how it really highlighted his relationship with Tony Stark. Because if you noticed, when she looks at the helmet in his beach house in Mexico, it's the helmet that Tony died in. Like, mm -hmm. So it's really set up that they were far closer than maybe even the movies made you realize. Um, and it's probably been hard. I mean, he's lost a lot of people. Even if Steve Rogers is still alive in an old man somewhere, he's gone. Nad's gone. Everyone's spread to the wind. 
And he's alone trying to deal with what does it mean to be a hero or at least try and keep the world safe. But he, he really emphasizes to her, if you mess up, you're going to be a monster and there's no way to undo that. It's, or it's really hard to undo that. And so if setting up for a world war Hulk, um, he's continued to see as a threat that he has to be taken out just in case he ever becomes an issue. And then they really make him an issue because just in case they tried to take him out um, because of that perception that once a threat, always a threat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it sucks, but they're really setting him up for that with the, those conversations with Jen in the early days of her training. Well, yeah. I mean, if he goes back to Sakar and the same stuff happens, he finds a wife, he has a kid, he becomes happy out there. And then someone on Earth screws it all up. Yeah, you're looking at the Hulk coming back being a huge threat. Yeah. And what if that's how this series ends? Like, <laughs> like, uh, like uh, the Hulk. That's the that's kind of the B plot that becomes the A plot. Is the Hulk is over in Sakar, uh, being happy, making a family, uh, ruling the place, and then someone on earth does the same thing he comes back and the only one who can stop him maybe is jen trying to talk him down yeah but i mean it it really does bring up that with great power comes great responsibility it's the theme that that stanley established throughout marvel and unfortunately um people fear power right so the cost of looking after people tends to be the cost of your personal life by having these powers that everyone wishes they would, they could have. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like with Jen, she's like totally wrestling. Uh, I almost said wrestling. Uh, she's totally <laughs> wrestling with that. That Texas is coming out. Uh, she's totally wrestling with, should I just let those people die? Cause I have, student debt. <laughs> How timely is that? Um, I've worked so hard for my career and now I revealed this side of myself and no one wants to give me a job. It's mm-hmm. not fair. I save people's lives, but why do I have to give up everything in my life for that? Mm-hmm. And, yep. and some people may not like, and like I said, that's what makes me like, uh, it's kind of not likable because a part of me is old school. I do like some of the black and white, you know, hero, villain dynamics, but it's still a good character arc. It's not maybe the most likable, but it's very good. And I think without getting up in arms and pissed off about episodes, especially where Marvel is going with this character, you should be able to discuss that. Yeah, it's not, I admit, I don't like that aspect of that character. Or it's not my, I don't like that character personally, but it's a good character. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It is more realistic to what would happen if it you had heroes in this day and age. Not the boys level. <laughs> yeah. But, That's another thing we need to talk about. Yeah, at some point. But it, but it's the middle of the road level. That's fair. Well, we've already eaten up our whole 30 minutes talking about the first two episodes of She-Hulk. I would say, uh, Seth, let's let's recommend it to our audience to get their point of view. But if we did want to spend just a few more minutes on Sandman, I got the time. Well, I think Sandman's big enough. We're just going to need to give it its whole give it a whole episode. 
It sounds like uh, Chris has some ranting about that. Too, Hot so. take. I think it's a piece of shit. But <laughs> wait, and, wait, uh, wait. You are well within your rights to be that wrong, and that's yeah, fine. I, I just, you know, I have issues with it. You better um, be, you, you had better be careful if you. I do, cannot guarantee what happened would happen if you said that to my wife. <laughs> she might come at you with a knife. That's okay. Um, I, I I'd rather take that fate so I don't have to watch anymore. I am Ooh. gonna finish it though. Uh, don't get me wrong. I've been, I've been, I've been going through it. I'm gonna finish it, but. Uh, I don't know. Don't, don't well, like it. I, I am looking forward to hearing what you don't like about it. A lot uh, of things. <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah, no. Well, uh, you're it sounds like early in the minority the right now, I think. Yeah, that's fine. It's okay. Yeah. I grew up being a minority. It's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was hoping we would avoid the race card. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you lie, Seth? I knew what I was getting into when I said (laughs) I was like, oh, well, he walked into it. I guess I'll just, yeah, let's roll with this. Oh, no, I Uh, set you up for that. Don't worry. Don't get me wrong. Uh, uh, So, look, uh, Sandman is is worth a watch. There are things in there I don't like, and and that's just me personally. And, you know, I'm a few episodes in, and I still feel like I'm aimlessly kind of going around in the show. So I don't know what it is I'm looking for, but I haven't found it yet. Uh, and maybe that's a fault of the show, or that's something on me entirely. So I think probably oh. the most pissed off I was was the whole uh, Lucifer versus Dream uh, battle was mm. the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> so, um, you know, but I hope, you know, that we kind of <laughs> find something worth watching uh, in the rest of the show. That's I'll leave it at that. We could talk more about it when we do a full episode, and I'll be less hot about how crappy I think that show is. I, I hope so. I, <laughs> Don't I, tell I, Katie I said all that. You know. Oh, I'm gonna. She'll see it in and, the replay. I'm gonna, and you're gonna. No, she won't. She doesn't watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> I will say whatever I want then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, I think we can really look forward to talking about that one. Uh, in the meantime, yeah, check out uh, She-Hulk. It's worth a watch if you've got Disney Plus. Or if you've got a free uh, month of Disney Plus, you've got a lot. Not of hard to get good, these days. Yeah, you've got a lot of good stuff to watch. Uh, in the meantime, let's call it a show for now. So, uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Uh, remember, Galactic Driftwood is part of the Synergy Nation Network, uh, so you can check out our brother and sister shows like Weekly Geekly. Uh, just go to synergynation.net. Synnation.net. Uh, and uh, give them a watch. And while you're at it, give us a like and subscribe on YouTube. We love it. We love to hear from uh, love to hear from people in the comments. So get in the comments. Come on. Anyway, that's it, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. As soon as I, you know, actually... I have to figure it out one of these days. Yeah. I gotta get him to host more. Yeah, yeah, apparently. Do that. All right. He needs some more OJT, sir. <laughs> Bye. Bye for real now. Bye. Bye for real. <laughs>
and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.